Give those to me at once, young lady. Violet dropped the bundle of letters and looked up at her mother's angry face. She felt guilty, but only for a second. They're mine, she said. They're my letters from my sister. They're addressed to me. Mother made a grab for the bundle, and the two of them struggled, each gripping the letters with one fist. Mother used her other hand to try to pull Violet away from the desk by her pigtails, and Violet used her other hand to wrench her pigtails free. It was very unladylike, not at all graceful. How dare you, Mother cried. Going through my desk drawers, Violet Mayhew, I thought I brought you up better than that. You hid them, Violet screamed, managing to jerk her hair and a few of the letters free. She lurched against Mother's desk, knocking over a vase of asters and a dreadful old hair wreath in a wooden frame. She retreated to the bedroom doorway. I bet Chloe's been writing me for the whole time since you threw her out, and you let me think she'd forgotten all about me. Violet, you know perfectly well your father and I always do what's best for you. Mother had decided to be calm and firm but there were tears in the corners of her eyes. Violet didn't care. She was too mad to care. You hid Chloe's letters from me for three whole years. You stole them from me. Violet retreated out the door. Heavy footsteps thudded up the stairs behind her. Violet turned around and saw Father. It was his newspaper reading time, and Violet and Mother had disturbed it. What in the name of Sam Hill is going on here? Father demanded. I'm sorry, Arthur, said Mother. Violet has stolen some letters from my desk drawer. Violet backed up against the hall mirror. Father towered. He was broad and massive, like the bank where he worked. He had left his jacket downstairs, but he still looked imposing in a black broadcloth vest and trousers, and a spotless white shirt with a high-starched collar. He glared down at Violet through his gold-rimmed spectacles. Why aren't you downstairs reading to your brother? he demanded. Violet had no good answer. She had sat with Stephen but hadn't bothered to read to him since she'd finished all her Oz books. Instead, she'd written a letter to her cousin and had been looking through Mother's desk for a stamp when she found the letters. Give those back to your mother at once, young lady, said Father. They're addressed to me, Violet said. From Chloe. She shifted toward the hall corner, toward the dog's leg turn that led to the back stairway. Standing up to Father was a lot scarier than standing up to Mother, partly because he so seldom spoke to her. I won't, she said. Then give them to me father held out his hand. At once, young lady, or you are going to be in so much trouble it will make your head swim. I don't care, said Violet. She didn't. She was madder than she'd ever been in her life. They told her to be seen and not heard, and to speak only when spoken to. They sent her sister away and stuck her with a brother who wouldn't even talk. Then they hid her own letters from her, and called it stealing when she found them. 
It was wretched that just because a person happened to be eleven years old, that person didn't have any say in things at all, not even about getting to read her own letters. Father moved toward Violet, a huge, threatening tower of authority. Mother seemed to disappear from Violet's field of vision. Father always had a way of making Mother disappear. Violet darted around the corner and clattered down the curving back staircase and out through the kitchen, where Eleanor, the cook, was making boiled custard. She slammed the screen door and ran all the way to the banks of the Susquehanna River. She had only grabbed a few letters from the middle of the stack. The postmark on the first envelope was from 1918, two years ago. She sat down at her favorite spot under an old elm tree that grew on the riverbank and began to read.